Now you've no doubt heard the great news that issue one was defeated in Ohio. And in a nutshell, this is what happened. But here are some of the delicious details that you may not have heard. Of course, this is a huge win for Ohio voters who now retain the right to be able to put things onto the ballot directly. They don't have to rely on their legislature and they can pass those ballot measures with just a simple majority. The Republicans had been trying to raise that up to 60%. This is also a resounding loss for Ohio Republicans. Ohio Republicans don't want their voters to have any power, and so they went out of their way to try to sneak in issue one. Last year, they actually banned August special elections and then broke their own law to put issue one on the ballot in August because they knew there'd be low turnout. So was turnout low? No, it wasn't. It actually beat the turnout of the 2022 primaries. With most of the vote counted at this point, we are 56% no and 43% yes. Now, while you'd expect that there'd be great results out of, say, college towns, say, winning 75 to 25%, there are also some terrific wins that are tucked away in some of the red counties. For example, Geauga County last voted for a Democrat for president in 1964, but tonight, the no votes had the majority. Delaware County, which last voted for a Democrat for president in 1916, and the no vote got the majority there too. So tonight we celebrate and then we get back to work because in Ohio, there's a constitutional amendment on the ballot for this November to protect abortion rights. We can get this done. Too bad her mother didn't fucking go for the. Abortion <laughs> I was rights. gonna say, you know, that one, one might I actually would have agreed with. <laughs> Can you That's see the, the shit eating grin? I'm sorry, I already yeah, swore. No, we just go started. ahead, dude. We're gonna be swearing today. <laughs> Can you see the shit eating grin on that bitch's face when she's talking about killing babies? She we, has the most punchable face I have seen in a long time. <laughs> a very long time. It, it, last night was an example of just how. Friggin' dumb people are and uninformed people are and how ridiculously stupid people are when they go to the polls. They don't do any kind of research. They don't do any kind of, uh, I'm going to get you mean that you mean. I just want to put her face up here while you're talking <laughs> just to make you more crazy. <laughs> they, they, they don't do anything. To actually understand what the hell is going on. I literally, and I'm not joking, I swear to God, this is the honest to God truth. I had a guy call me on my cell phone yesterday. He was at the polls. Yeah. And said, which way am I supposed to vote? <laughs> now, God love him. I told him which way that I think he should have voted. But my wife walked out of the polls and goes, man, that was really confusing. There's all this Spanish stuff on there. If you didn't do the research, you didn't listen to the right people, forget about us. I'm talking about the major people that have been talking about this, then you're dumb. You know, I had one guy say they're using Jedi mind tricks on you, Seth. No, they're not, idiot. They were using them on you. When they run a commercial with scissors cutting up a constitution and you want to believe this shit, you're the dumb one, not me. 
when we have people on that are explaining to you what's going on, I know there's a whole lot of people that are running to listen to the show all the time. But you know what? We had some intelligent people talking about why this was a good idea. Apparently, three-fourths of the state don't understand what the hell was going on. They'd rather listen to John Legend, who doesn't live in here in Ohio, by the way. Yeah. They have no idea what they were voting on. They have no idea why they voted the way that they did, except for this dumb bitch who is voting specifically for the right to kill children. So good for her. One, she's not even, she looks old enough, too old to even have kids. Look, the best thing she could do. Her kids are killing her kids. The best thing she could do for any baby she was about to bring in the world is kill it. Not subject it to 18 years of this cunt. Fuck that. Wow. Yeah. That on my watch. I don't know. I don't know that I'd even want to watch that. Only if it chokes her out. Let's see how this plays out in November. That's the problem. We have a big problem come November. You know, I said yesterday on on Facebook, and I and I mean it. Uh, we are at a tipping point in this country, and I'm not trying to be over dramatic here, but it's wartime. Um, yeah. It, it is to the point where the radical left. Are, are yelling and screaming louder than anybody else. The Republicans are sitting on their hands doing damn nothing. And we're not yelling back. We're not fighting back. You know, I was listening to Bob today. I was in producing Bob Francis' show today, and he's hopefully going to join us on next Monday. Okay. Uh, but listening to his show, and he says, you know, now the, the real battle, the real war has begun. You know, now in November, we got to start, you know, get out there and vote. Well, you should have done it yesterday. Now, you know, the real battle begins in November. Okay, well, yeah, we got to start getting our shit on the battle. we got to start making it known that we're not going to have our kids mutilated at 8, 10 years old. Yeah, you know, well. we, we have to go out and, and, and do something for once. The Republicans are real good at talking and not doing shit, whereas the Democrats, they actually hold hands, unite, and do something. Mm-hmm. And the sad part is it's wrong. Now, this is not a battle anymore between right and left. This is a battle between right and wrong. And I, I can't believe that there are people that actually believe that late-term abortions, as the baby's coming out, it's all right to kill it. I can't believe that there's people out there that agree with mutilating children. I can't believe that there's people out there that think that it's okay to take guns away from law-abiding citizens. I can't believe that there's people out there that want to take away meat and corn because it's not good for greenhouse gases or whatever the hell they're promoting. I refuse to believe that there's that many stupid people out there that think that men should be competing with women in sports. Today in Texas, there were little girls that were walking into a, a Texas courthouse and were ready to sign a bill preventing men from playing in women's sports. They were shouted down. They were called names by grown-ass men and women. Little mm-hmm. girls were yelled at. Because they want to play sports with other girls. Yeah. This country has lost its fucking mind. And I talk to people on the other side and say, no, it hasn't. You're being too dramatic. No, I'm not. This is the reality of the situation. And it showed yesterday. People are dumb. People are easily influenced by the wrong things. And, and, and people are lazy. Is- Don't leave out lazy. Oh, absolutely, they're lazy. Because that's that's lazy. And I'm, I don't even know who called you, but if I'm offending some family member or friend, I, I apologize for what I'm about to say. But there was more than enough information out there to know which way you should have voted. 
Absolutely. There just was. And not from us, from anywhere. I mean, outside of us just getting ready to talk to the two guests that we had on the show. One who I couldn't have been more polar opposite of politically, the the first lady, the what's her name? Amy, Amy Natachi, right? Yeah, yeah. Natosi, yeah. Natosi, yeah. I, I couldn't be more polar opposite of her, of most of her political stance. She was the person that I did not want to talk to. But she made sense. I listened and I and I studied to understand where, at least where she was coming, to ask informed questions. Everybody has that same option. You know, it's not like I it's not like me and you have the secret broadcasting studio that we can go to 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 study on this stuff. Me and you no. study the same way everybody else does on Google. You Google it, you look, you read, you make opinions. People don't do that. If people are calling you at the poll, if you've made it to the poll and you don't know how to vote on an issue, then you haven't done your homework. No, not at all. <laughs> but I, I, I'm going to say that the right didn't do the right thing on this either. Mm-hmm. The right was lazy when it came to advertising and pushing out their point of view. Yeah. I mean, they only started putting out commercials and stuff just a couple of weeks before the actual vote. The, the left, they're smart in the sense that they know how to deceive, they know how to fool, and they know how to push their agenda and they know how to do it in a timely fashion. They did it for months before this even was going to be announced. They were starting to talk about it. And they, they did it the right way. They did all these stupid things to make you think we we're going to tear up the Constitution. And, and oh, one, we are a republic, not a democracy. Oh, by the way, people, um, you have to go out and do it. The early voting came in, and you could see it was like 75 25% in favor of the left on this. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because the left, for some reason, likes to go out, vote early, and Republicans think, oh, I'll just go ahead and do it on the day of, and then they forget to go out and actually vote. Well, it's organization. It's... They, they they do the early voting so that they can see what how much money they have to spend to get to where they want to get to. It's actually being smarter. They're and smarter this, than the right at this point. And yes. Okay. There was some out-of-state money, I think $4 million or something like that came in from uh, somebody in Illinois or something like that on the Republican side on this. Uh, but I hate to tell you, read the Jack Windsor article. Jack Windsor, who we used to have on the trip show all the time. He's a fantastic writer and everything else. He wrote an article about the dark money that came in from, I think it was Sweden? No, Switzerland. Switzerland. Okay. Like millions upon millions upon millions of dollars, which should be illegal, by the way, to come from out-of-country foreign entities. But it is what it is. We lost, but now the real battle does have to begin, like Bob said this morning. But it's not going to – we're not going to win it unless we start doing something. Yeah, well, and we got to start – the and I say we, even though I'm kind of more in the middle. I know you but, are. I know you are. but I I will say this: if you want to beat an enemy, you got to fight like an enemy, and we don't. Well, that's we don't. The right don't. The, the if they're going to bring in John Legend, then we, we should have brought in Jason Aldean, or Kid Rock, or Ted Nugent, or somebody that speaks speaks the right's language to f- inflame the base. That's what that. I mean, honestly, what has anybody, in your recent memory, the last two years, name a celebrity that has stood up other than Jason Aldean or Kid Rock? Uh, not many, because they're, they're afraid to. They're afraid they're going to be blackballed in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. They're afraid they're going to lose uh, the, the poor audience that are going to their movies and concerts and everything else, mm-hmm. for the most part. It's the Democrats that are going to those things. It's amazing to me. Mm-hmm. The poor people always spend the most money to go out and do stuff. And mm-hmm. the poor people generally vote left. Yeah. 
Here, I'll put this up on the screen. They're coming for my guns? Yes, they are. Here it is. It's right here. And I'm going to tell Mayor Bibb directly, here's the spot right here where you're going to have to hit me with a bullet to take that gun. I don't give a flying fuck what you say with your stupid fucking politics, cocksucker. This is the fucking spot. If you want my gun, right there's where you better plant a nine. Because otherwise it ain't happening. Fuck off. Well, I mean, Mayor Bibb came out and said that if this issue went down, which it did by a large majority, according to this broad, um, yeah, they're, they're one of the first things he's going to do is come after your guns. Come and get well, it. Good luck to all those idiots that went out and voted yesterday and voted no on uh, issue one. Yeah. Uh, I hope that there's a lot of law-abiding gun owners there that are going to come take your guns. Which gun owners are going to give up their guns? None. Idiots that, that voted for no on issue one. None. No lawful gun owner is giving up their gun. So now these people are going to have to accept the consequences because I guarantee you there's a lot of just dumb, ignorant people that went out and voted no mm -hmm. because they didn't know what the hell they were doing. Yeah. But again, now is the time. Now is the time to stand up and actually start doing something for once. I mean, it really, it is about being lazy. And the Republicans, the conservatives, of which I consider myself one, are friggin' lazy people. They're not doing a damn thing. Yeah, well, they're nope. taking it. Impeach they're... Biden. Do something. They they take they they take it under the gun. And this is what has always bugged me. It's it's one of the reasons I'm not as much of a conservative as I probably am by nature. But it's why I won't claim that being a conservative. The conservative party always hides behind we're too busy to. That that's always the argument is well we're working we don't have time for this whining and crying bullshit, you got to get out there you got to get out there and do stuff if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about it you got to be out there you got to be at you got to be at the council meetings throwing chairs if that's what it takes or yelling somebody down or you know when they start yelling at you not sitting down like a coward, you know you have to, you absolutely have to and I got to take this awful bitch off the screen. <laughs> Sorry, Seth. I can't look at her anymore. No, neither could I. There was actually one uh, that I was going to play that she's actually worse. I should send you that video. She's really, really bad. I mean, <laughs> she's got a smile on her face from her ass to her ear. I mean, it's just. Is there a difference? <laughs> it, she's, <laughs> but that's these are the people that we're up against. And here, let me let me play a couple of things here because. Okay. This is what we're up against, people. And you don't understand. They may look stupid. They may sound stupid, but they're winning. These people are winning. Mike, you fucking GOP motherfucking asshole. You fucking Republican shit. You fucking fuck. Fuck you. Yeah. This is gold. This is gold. This is gold. That guy is winning. That guy probably went out yesterday and voted no, and he won. Yeah, well, sometimes, sometimes you have to take a loss in order to get angry uh, I, enough to win. Look, okay, how many losses are we going to take? Look who's in the office. Maybe this is the last the president. one. How the, how the hell could not have Biden in the office not have been the last one? 
That guy's a fool. Well, we there's still- so much trans hate in the fucking world. Sorry, there's so much trans hate in the world right now, and I'm so done with it. And pride just means that we are unabashedly happy just to be alive. Yeah. Anna, where do you personally feel that that hate is coming from? Most places, but especially the government. Anna, in your own life, where would you say that you feel the hate the most? Um, I feel like I kind of internalize a lot of the hate, so it feels like it mostly comes from myself at this point because. <laughs> and your sound went dead. And your sound is gone. <laughs> Nope, you're out. Come back in. <laughs> Seth, so Maddie blew up his computer. <laughs> All right, folks. Well, I'm assuming Seth is going to reboot here in a second. So he's going to boot. I'm going to play a spot. And then we'll come back and see what we got going on here. So hang tight. It is the Seth Williams Show. We will be back in a minute. There's no place like home, and whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years. I'm Melissa Mendici, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today to find your heart's desire. Hey, it's Seth from Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road in the Pleasant Valley Shopping Center right next to Big Lots. You got to check out Mario, man. Great guy, does a lot for charities, but can perform miracles with hair. He even made me look clean cut. Does my hair, does a great job. Love talking to the guy while I'm sitting there. It's a great place to go. Local business. You gotta go to Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Mario's Barbershop in Parma, 7526 Broadview Road. Again, in Parma, Pleasant Valley Shopping Center, right next to Big Lots. Or give them a call, 216-520-1977. That's 216-520-1977, Mario's Barbershop in Parma. Trust Joe's Lakewood Computer at 14035 Madison in Lakewood. They have over 30 years of professional service handling laptop and desktop repair services, virus removal, and data migration, and much more. You can trust them with hardware updates to your computer's memory and hard drive. Call 216-651-3880. Whether you need a simple Windows install or you're interested in the latest computers for gaming, call Joe's Lakewood Computer at 216-651-3880. This is Tim Elkhorn, radio voice of the Cleveland Cavaliers for attorney Will Spiegelberg. Will Spiegelberg is not only a name you know, he's someone you can trust as your attorney no matter the circumstance. Will Spiegelberg is an attorney you can always count on. Will Spiegelberg is the attorney you should contact for all your legal work. When you need an attorney, call Will Spiegelberg at 216-233-4240. Attorney Will Spiegelberg, a great teammate. 216-233-4240. 216-233-4240. And we're back in Seth. Hey, st- there he is. 
I hear you. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. What the fuck? I've called my cable company 412 goddamn times to try to figure this out, and I swear to God, I'm going to get money back next time. I know what it is. You're not you're not towing the line, so they're cutting you off. <laughs> I, I'm, I I don't know what else to do anymore. You're you're on now. That's all it's the, the left. The left is stopping me from doing everything that I want to do in life. Well, here I'll put you over on the right side. Now you're on the right. Now it should be fine. <laughs> Now I'll be the lefty that could have all the problems. All right. Now I, I keep getting. Jim keeps yelling. Everybody keeps yelling. Instead of talking, I'm just going to play this. Oh, my God. Staples actually sells staples. Yes. She does have a point. I was talking to my wife last night. You can still hear me, right? Yeah, I hear I'm you. I'm going to check in like every five minutes to make sure that I can still <laughs> talk. Um. I, I was talking to her last night, and I, I said, I wish sometimes that I could be that that guy that just ignores everything, doesn't say anything, doesn't think about anything, and just goes to, you know, the bar, has a couple of drinks, goes home, watches, you know, American Idol or whatever the hell's on, and mm-hmm. goes to bed, gets up, goes to do my nine to five, forget about politics and everything, but I can't. I can't do it. I can't turn it off. I can't sit there and say, okay, this country's in bad shape, but I'm just going to ignore it and wait till I die. Because that, that would suck. Well, yeah, you can't go that to that level. I, I can tell you how I, I, again, I can only speak for myself. I do ignore it, but I don't ignore it to the level of I'm sitting here waiting to die. I just don't care what they say. You know. Mayor Bibb or whatever saying he's collecting guns. He ain't collecting mine. I don't give a damn what law he puts in front of me. I don't care what he puts at my door. I don't care. When the pandemic happened and they told me that I had to close my doors over there at at the Pinball Palace, I said no. I just said no. I was like, I'm here. You know where I am. Come arrest me if that's what you need to do. But I'm not closing my doors. I'm just not doing it. When When the LGBTQ123 group called and said that we couldn't have ladies night at at my place i told them to kiss my ass they don't run my business you just have to kind of stand up and say look i don't care what you say live your life and i know that sucks especially in some of the harder issues like watching thankfully thankfully your kid is past the age of being indoctrinated she kind of you you kind of took care of that right before this all came in, so you won't have to watch your kid be an eight years old and and somebody trying to tell you that you need to turn her turn her into a trans trans no. boy or or any of that kind of stuff. No, you know that being said, you're gonna have to you're gonna unfortunately have to swallow the tough pill of watching some people that you know ruin their kids' lives, and that sucks. But you know what? At some point, you got to worry about you. You just can't worry about them. Let them kill their kids. You know, that's at, their problem. At the same time, my problem is I, I love this country. and So do I. You know, some jackass put up yesterday on Facebook, uh, people fought and died for this country, and you should vote no on issue one. Yeah, well. What the fuck does that I have fought, to do with anything? I fought right. in a war, and I didn't vote. I did not vote no on issue one, <laughs> you know. So what does that make me? A traitor? A traitor to my own patriotism? Shut up. 
Again, oh, another keyboard warrior that probably didn't serve trying to make trying to make use of my service for his benefit. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, no, she's just a, a, a TV radio wannabe person. Yeah, um, a dummy. A, yeah. Another dummy that's trying to use my service against me. Fuck off. And then another guy said, all you Republicans, all you want is to put our men and women in wars and let them die. And I, I said, to her, I said well, wait a second. Trump had nothing, no wars under him. Yeah. This fool is sending billions of dollars over to Ukraine. Yeah. Yeah, I dude, their, their logic makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense at all. I, I mean, and that's kind of why I, I have a hard time giving them credence for anything. Because their logic makes no sense. They just sound like morons. But trying one to guy, fight with a moron is, is ridiculous. You're never going to win that. They're one dumb. Guy said, one guy said, I hate cops. Like I said on Monday, he said, I hate cops because I was going to vote yes on issue one. Ah, good. <laughs> That's where you should, dude, you just have to kind of roll with it. You really do. And I know it sucks. And, and believe me, it took, it took me a while myself to just start rolling. I got called racist and bigot so many times for jokes. Jokes. Now, I'll admit, some of them were racially inclined jokes but you know i do a shock jock show on on the on saturdays so yeah i told some some jokes and instantly it was like you're a racist you're a bigot you hate all black people it's like you don't know me you don't know you don't know my friend circle you don't know anything about me and at first like you i used to fight back on everything i used to physically fight back and then i used to fight back on social media and anywhere else I, from a social media to a fist i was ready to fight back now i just don't care people are dumb and 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 that's always that's always the other one that that they always try to go well you're just too stupid to un okay am i stupid me self-taught computer programmer guy that wrote six books guy that has started five successful businesses if I'm stupid, you should be as stupid as me. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and that, but you you just can't, dude. You cannot let them win that. If somebody hits you, Seth, with the stupid thing, that's when you're like, okay, I run million dollar boards for million dollar radio shows. I taught myself how to go onto the internet, you know, and and do this that we do now. You taught yourself taught that yourself that in a month, you know. Yeah, you're a real dummy too, dude. Can't give these guys any credence, man. They're but I just don't, idiots. I, I really don't give them credence, and you know, I don't really. Try, I try not to, anyways, get sucked into the arguments. Now, I got sucked into one the other day just because the guy happened to be a friend, a fan of the Triv show, and I even said to him, "I said, you realize Triv of all people would be ashamed of you. I mean, don't you understand what you're doing? Don't you understand that calling names is like not what you want to do?" It's like you're calling me names. I've known you for ten years, and you're gonna be like that. I mean, no, they, you, they don't get it, dude. Mute, mute, done. I thought you were talking <laughs> about me again. Okay. No, not you, not you. I'm saying when they're when they're when they're running that stupid shit on you, mute. Then they can say all the nonsense that they want to themselves. Go ahead, say it all to yourself. A lot of messages coming in. I was called a QAnon member and told to move out of Ohio because I posted my yes vote. <laughs> I mean, that's what's going on, though. I know, but you just got to laugh at that. Are you a QAnon member? 
then who cares what some other blip on your screen says? Like I said, make election day paid holidays. Watch these sneaky special elections disappear. That is true. I've always wondered why. Why is the election not on a Saturday? Why is it during the work week when people are like, you know, yes, they could technically get out to vote. You know, they can get out of work. But you know as well as I do, the work hates that. So you really look down upon it most jobs if you do go to vote with your work. You know, if you say, well, I'm going to be two hours late because I'm, I'm working. Don't most, and it's been a long time since I've worked in an office, but don't most companies only give you X amount of time to go vote? Yeah, I think so. They tell you, well, you could come in an hour late or you can leave for one hour or whatever. Can you imagine if Chisalka was a sidekick today? Oh, I'm podcast? sure he's watching right now, laughing his ass off. And, oh, yeah, I'm sure he's having a good, good old time. <laughs> he's probably like, I'm I not love mad. that woman. He's... I'm not mad. I am. You are mad. Don't lie. I, okay, I'm mad, but I'm ready for the fight now. I'm ready for the, the actual fight. Because now, I mean, it has to happen. We are too divided. There's no coming back. It starts at the top with this idiot that's in the office that can't stand upright. I have one leg. And if you took it off, I could still stand upright better than that guy. And and he's in charge of the country. And he's the one that's been dividing um, since he got into office. Forget about Donald Trump. Donald Trump, people just didn't like him because he's, he was an ass. and He's tweeting mm-hmm. all that kind of junk. This guy has literally called half of the, the country traitors for the most part. Yeah. Well, look at the way he laughed at, at the fair party just the other day. Fair election. So the, the reporter asked him, the, what that reporter asked him, he said, you know, Donald Trump still has a strong presence. And he laughed at it. He said, we're going to make sure that doesn't happen. You know, that didn't sound like we're going to make sure legally. That's made that that. That sounded to me like through any means necessary. There you go. The former president will not return, that his political movement, which is still very strong, uh, will not once again take power in the United States. (laughs) Well, um, we just have to demonstrate that he will not take power um, by, uh, if if he does run, uh, making sure he, uh, under legitimate efforts of uh, our Constitution, does not become the next president again. You know how much I want his son to run and him to just act as counsel? (laughs) That's what I hope happens. I hope they put all this effort into the Donald and then, and then um, DT two runs instead. Absolutely. That would be the best. Get him in there and and just announce it. My, my consigliere is going to be Donald Trump. You know, just announce it. That's the way we're going to run our government. Since it doesn't matter anyway, we can do anything we want. We can, throw money the uk the ukraine we can do blow and bang hookers in exchange for secrets we can do whatever we want to do so i'm going to bring in donald trump even if he's in jail i'm going to pardon him in and bring him in that should be his platform you fight fire with fire man seth needs to stop taking this personally these idiots don't know how to debate rationally look i'm not taking it personally i'm taking it personally as a human being as a person with morals and values and wants this country to go in the right direction. Now, I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. It may upset some people that I know. The left is crazy. They don't want the country <laughs> to go in the right direction. They don't. I have people that I know that are on the left. They go to church every single week. And then we'll sit there and say that it's okay to kill children and mutilate them. So I, the, the left has lost their minds. Their morals, their priorities are completely screwed. 
and they have no idea which way the country should be going. What happened to the good old days? Look, I'm sorry. Women may take offense to this too, but this country was great back in the day when the men went to work. They worked their asses off. There was a good living to be made in this country. There was a white picket fence with a gate on it on your house, ready to go in. When you got home, the wife was there taking care of the kid, making sure the kid was raised properly, and everything was under control. Now we have no priorities, no values. We have men competing with women in sports, and that's okay. We have children as young as 8, 9, 10 years old chopping off their penises to become women at 8, 9, 10 years old. That's something that I never even read in a storybook when I was younger. It wasn't even a fantasy kind of thing. This is reality now. This The left has lost their minds. Yeah. Whether you agree with abortion or not, killing a baby as it comes out of the mother in the ninth month is murder. Not an abortion. It's murder. Yeah, I, dude, case, that's no, okay to do. No argument for me. <laughs> They've lost their minds. No argument from me on that one. I'll argue some of these points, but the, the late-term abortion I will not give. Going after people who are law-abiding citizens and taking their guns is craziness. Instead of going after the thugs on the streets who are committing murders and robberies every single day, they want to go to people like you and people yeah. that I know that are good friends that own guns. They want to go to their homes and take their guns. That's what they're able to do. <laughs> Why don't luck. you go to the streets of Cleveland and start knocking on those doors of those thugs and taking their guns, putting them even, in jail? You don't even have to knock on the doors. Just walk the street. <laughs> Stop and frisk. They live somewhere. Go get them and quit worrying about law-abiding citizens. The left has gone crazy. Which which law lawfully owned gun? was used in that shooting in Cleveland, what, a month ago? Well, it was not. It was not. Somehow, if you take my guns, I'll just use that, and, and obviously the gun thing is important to me, but if you take my guns, here you go, Mayor Dumbass, here's my, here's my weaponry. You could take all my guns. Now you've got them. How has that made it safer in downtown Cleveland? That's, my, that's my question. For anybody to answer, how has taken my guns that have never, ever shot anybody illegally, never been used illegally, never done anything anything other than lawfully, how is taking them making the streets of Cleveland more safe? That's the answer I want. If you can give me a legitimate answer to that, you can come right here and take my guns. But there's no answer to give because it's not. Criminals don't follow laws. <laughs> I, I mean, it's that simple. It, it, it's just, it, it's beyond me how uh, this country is, is just changed. It really is. When a movie like, what, Sound of Freedom, which did pretty well in the box office, mm -hmm. but it's about sex trafficking children, is looked at as a horrible movie by the left, yet Barbie is considered a fucking Oscar award winner. We have a <laughs> problem in this country. Yeah. I agree. I don't I don't disagree. And I don't know how you change it. How do you change it at this point? The only way I can see to change it is some sort of revolt. Did I go out again? No, no, you're here. Right. I'm laughing at Rick. <laughs> My gun is illegally <laughs> parked. <laughs> but 
what are you what are you gonna do? So now what's the how do you move forward? Again, I I'm enjoying my time at WHK and I love listening to Bob France mm-hmm. and producing this week has been fantastic and I look forward to it tomorrow. But voting isn't working. Whether you believe the election was stolen or there's just 85, 86 million idiots out there that thought that Biden was going to be a good president. Voting isn't working. Voting isn't working when it comes to what's going on in our own state. But I, which I thought was a red state, which I thought was a state that we had values, morals, and we were going to do something right to prevent what's going on on the left agenda. But we're not. So well, what do we do? How do the, the voices of right. rational thought take over again? All right. I'm going to stop you just just to interject a little bit on what you're saying here. And again, don't make me please don't make me take the left the left side on this because I, I really don't want to. But you're oversimplifying this a little bit. And what I mean specifically on that is the point that that both uh, Mahek and um, Amy made in the last week on the show, which is the way this was being put out there was to cause confusion. And I do think, I really do think there was, I would bet you 30% of the no votes didn't know what they were voting. I would bet you that. You're probably right. And if you but, take that to the other side, if you take 20, if you take half of that to the other side, then it gets, then it gets through. So the, it really was confusion. It wasn't that people are, it wasn't that voting doesn't work. It's that the education of the voters didn't come through. But see, what, what, what I think my point is, is that I don't think it's going to work the next time around either. Right. I think come November, when in this abortion initiative goes on, on the ballot, Instead of saying, yes, it's a radical left abortion issue that is going to allow abortions up till the date of birth, <laughs> that people aren't going to understand that because you know what the left is going to do? They're going to frame it. They're going to frame it as women's health. If you don't believe in women's health, then you're against women, which is not true. Well, I'm not against women. Love women. Look at my phone. You can see them. I love women. Look at all your bookmarks. Yes. Look at the tabs on each and every one of my, on my phone. And you can, on my safari, you're going to see how much I love women. I am not against women. I'm against the killing of a baby, right. especially one at birth, which would be murder. But they're not going to frame it like that. They're going to frame it again to confuse people, again to make people think that we're just well, anti-women. They're going to frame it as... Women's health. You're voting on women's health here. And, and if and you all, don't believe in women's health, then you're a bastard. Uh, and all I'll say is maybe this election was the wake-up call to where people do their do their diligence for November. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying, you know, you said before that, you know, people needed a wake-up call. Well, maybe this is the wake-up call. All right. Well, I sure hope so, because uh, what happened We'll see. I mean, we will see, but we, we anyway. Did you take yeah. a break when I was? Yes, did. I did. I did oh, take we're, a we're break. Good? Yeah, go we're ahead. good. We can go. You want to bring on our guest? I will. If since uh, you're I sitting will. on the left. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, um, we are going to transition here from this doom and gloom because <laughs> this has been doomy and gloomy. We're gonna 
we're going to transition to a much happier place. Um, there's a website out here and a show called um, Cleave It to Us. It's local, locally based um, site, locally based um, entertainment. And it has been nominated uh, by the Scene Awards for the best local newscast here in town. And that's over all of the big boys that have a lot of money. This is an independent operation. Um, they've been doing they've been doing very well. They're making a lot of noise. And obviously, to get a scene nomination above, oh, I don't know, WTAM, yes. you know, is a is a strong thing. So we thought, you know, we we might as well have them on to promote and maybe convince a few people to slide over to scene and um, give them a vote, or at least at least if nothing else give you a place to look to find out what's going on around town. I think there was the best podcast on the, uh, the scene awards too. So write us in. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll go for that next year. I, <laughs> for now, we're only going to try and convince people to vote one way and yes. that's for cleave it to us. So here to talk all about cleave it to us is the founder of the site and himself. It is Grammy. Grammy. How are you, man? Hey, Hey, can you guys hear me? All right. Yes, yes we can. Sir. All right. All right. I'm so happy to be here. Excellent. Happy to have you. Well, dude, as I was telling you yesterday, man, I literally discovered your site yesterday. <laughs> you know, it was one of those that I, I just happened to see it. And I, I, you know, I saw it on Facebook or somewhere and I looked, I was like, man, this is right up our alley. This is local based. <laughs> it's, it's not corporately funded. So it's corporately dictated. It's all independent and it's all about cleveland and that's the best thing that i can say about what you do so why don't we start there man why don't you tell us a little bit about cleave it to us sure i appreciate it and i want to start by thanking you guys again for having me on the show sure thank you um you kind of hit the nail on the head and people are still discovering it for the first time cleave it to us launched december 3rd of last year um and we were working on it eight or nine months prior to build up some relationships and uh, some content before we launched. But the main goal was to create a news platform that sort of took the rules and the corporate structure and the politics out of the process right. and put ourselves and our viewers and our neighbors and friends right there with your favorite small businesses, with your favorite um local entrepreneurs with your favorite events and taking you behind the scenes. So you might be going to an event that's happening here in Cleveland and you might wonder what's going on back there that we can't see. That's where we come in and we're showing you and we're making it immersive and introducing you to some of the folks that are coming to town and showing you how you can be sort of a tourist in your own backyard. Sure. And one of the things that, you know, as I told you yesterday, but we have um, we have Tony Masaccio that comes on every week and and walks us through various restaurants. And, and, and believe me, that is as much as I've lived here for 50 whatever years, three of every four weeks, I've never been to the restaurant that he's been to. I think that's very similar in a way to what you do is there's everybody knows the hot spots. Everybody knows the flats or what's remaining of the flats. They know the West bank. They know, uh, you know, they know fourth street. They know the, they know the, the prime areas, but there's so much more going on in town yeah. that really even the, the corporate news is not even covering, right? Sure. Yeah. The, the problem is, and you'll notice this a lot when you look at 
are big local stations, 3, 5, 8, and 19, mm-hmm. that 90% of the stories you see are either politically motivated somehow, they're um, sad or scary, and a lot of it's not even local. I mean, I, I want to give uh, Fox a lot of credit because they, and most of the news stations have local segments. Mm-hmm. But the majority of what they put out there, it's uh, it's for views, it's for ratings, it's to appease sponsors and so that they can continue on doing what they're doing. And the the thing that you'll notice most is that if you look at the reporters out in the field over the past three or four years, every time you turn on these stations, you're seeing somebody new. They're right. having a lot of turnover and a lot of their seasoned professionals that have been with uh, some of these stations for decades are leaving or retiring or having complete career changes. And I, I'm friends with some of them. I've had these conversations with quite a few of them and, and it all boils down to the same thing. It became too political. It became too gotcha journalism, too much, you know, of, of gotcha journalism. And um, for them, at least it became a lot less fun. Right. And I think we're noticing that with viewership as well, with uh, the the internet is 30 years old now and it just keeps getting bigger and better. And when people have the ability, I mean, something like 85% of people get their news from their mobile device. Right. So they're not watching, the, you know, if you ask someone what channel uh, WKYC was, I know that's three. <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> but most people don't know anymore. They're like, well, let's see. What what is it on Hulu? What is it on 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 this? Because that's how they're getting their news. And and nine times out of ten, you're really getting it because you're scrolling through Instagram or TikTok and you see what people are talking about. Right. And personally, I think this is why we see a lot of uh, legislation or attempted legislation around these platforms, because it's scary to the political agenda when people are using TikTok, for example to communicate with one another it's hard to control a narrative when people are talking amongst themselves and i, I don't really want to get political but that is something that i i notice and, and so when creating cleave it to us the entire goal was to make a platform that uh showed off cleveland and all of the amazing things it has to offer so whether you're coming to visit or whether you've lived here your whole lives there's something to do no matter where you look and showcasing the good, showcasing the inspiring, showcasing the exciting in an immersive and educational and entertaining way that doesn't involve, you know, bad news, doesn't involve politics. It's 100% good news, all Cleveland, all the time. And the fact that we got this nomination and that we're, we're ranking number one right now great uh, to me shows that this is something that was needed this is something that people craved i was baffled when i realized that we're we're polling higher than fox three five 19 didn't even place in the award <laughs> and um ironically that was one of my favorite networks was <laughs> was 19 because they seem to be more out there talking to people locally but um, I think it says a lot about where we are as a city, as a culture. We are tired of the same old thing, and we want to turn on something and be informed 
and entertained and feel like we're there with it. So when we're going to a restaurant, for example, we're not just asking about the history of the restaurant. We do. But instead of just holding up a microphone and saying, tell me how long it's been around. No, we want to get in the kitchen. We want to cook with you. We want to try some of the food so that, uh, you know, like you mentioned, uh, you do restaurant reviews all the time, but maybe you haven't been to these restaurants. I want to try it. And and, and I'm going to tell you all the stuff that I loved while I was there. Right. And, and we did one a a few weeks ago at the Parma ribbon rock. And then we were there the whole weekend after we released the segment, the next day I was there. And, um, everyone who we featured came up and said, Oh my gosh, all these people came up because they said they saw it on the show. That's great. And so they came and, and, and had some ribs or they came and had some Mac and cheese. And that, that makes me more happy than, than anything. Right on. See, I was going to ask you pretty much everything that you just said, because (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so you try to stay away from the politics and stuff like that, which is great. Is it tough sometimes to show though, the great sides of Cleveland when there's a lot of news out there that isn't as positive as you probably want it to be. It's got to be difficult sometimes to put that spin on it. Yes. It's it's not, it's not difficult at all. I think that it seems that it might, it seems like it might be difficult because that's what's reported. Um, People don't realize if you're looking from an outside perspective, you talk about Cleveland, you talk about Ohio and all they're thinking about is the big headline stories that they see. And none of them are positive. You see just when you think about stories in Florida and you Google Florida, man, that's what yeah. you see <laughs> is something crazy that's happening. And I think it actually makes it easier for, for me to do what I do because nobody's highlighting the amazing things. Cleveland was the biggest and richest city in the United States at one point. And during the Gilded Age, we had it all. And from a, a city built on steel to becoming the, the wealthiest city in the country, the first city uh, whose streets were illuminated by electricity in the United mm-hmm. States. The fact that it seems that it would be difficult to put a positive spin on things makes my job actually very easy because no matter where I look, um, whether it's something I already knew about or when we launched the site, Originally, we were reaching out to a lot of places and saying, hey, can we feature you? Here's what we are. Once it got popular after the third segment released, we have a thing on the website where people can suggest a segment. And every day people are sending in submissions. You should feature this. You should feature that. Uh, Because no matter what, no matter where you look, no matter rock you look under, um, there's something amazing to see. And so there are times where we might, and I've had these conversations with some folks where there are times where we might touch on something that has become a political issue, but isn't political, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Sure. Um, but we're in a very divided time and everything seems to be, if you watch mainstream media, it's all black and white, red and blue. And that's not how the majority of Americans view America. So there's always going to be a place. You've got four big choices here, eight, three, five, and 19, where you can turn, turn on those stations and, and hear about political things going on. You can hear about sad things, scary things, um, bad things. 
this is a place for the opposite. So if something bad were to happen in Cleveland, let's say um, something happens in a school and, um, you know, there's a, a problem because their toilets are all breaking and, oh, there's, there's not enough funding. That's going to be covered 17 million ways right. in the media. If we're going to cover that, we're going to talk about, well, what's their art program look like? I want to see some of the great things coming out of this school. Because this, while all of this is happening, nobody's talking about the fact that this kid has a 4.6 GPA and nobody has a 4.6 GPA right. and an IQ that's outstanding. And that's what I want to focus on while they're focusing on everything else. So, you know, that was sort of a long-winded answer, but I don't think it's difficult at all. I think that it actually makes my job a lot easier because nobody's nobody's taking the time to talk about the the fun and the exciting and the inspiring things. Right. And I promise you, if this show has taught me anything, it's that there's much more positive, inspiring, encouraging news in Cleveland than there is scary, negative, and depressing. There's just, way more. Just and, stay away from Brown Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> well, depressing. <laughs> you know what, though? We can spin that. Cleveland has the most loyal fans of anyone in the country. Okay. And, and, and we don't care that the Browns lose. We're still, we're still more loyal than, than anyone. And that says a lot about our determination and our pride and our loyalty as a. Yeah. We also have the most relaxed and well massaged quarterback in the national (laughs) football league. That's right. So that's good too. We we like our players to be relaxed. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, but somebody does have like a good point here. Somebody texted in and said, "Sad thing is, crime deters us from going places today." I mean, there's a lot. Of, you're right. There's a lot of great things to see. But if I want to go down to the aquarium with my family, mm-hmm. there are times where I'm afraid to go down there. And so, I mean, that's the reality of the situation. And so, I mean, I, I think it's great that you're putting a good spin on things, but. That's what I think a lot of people think. Sure. It- so so to start with, I don't I don't really want to say I'm putting a good spin on things. I'm I'm let, making people aware of the good. I mm-hmm. I I go out of my way to not try to put a good spin on something bad. Do we have problems? Sure, but every big city in America has problems. And they're all the same problems. So you're going to have areas that are rougher than others. And in those areas, I think uh, a lot of times the news definitely neglects to talk about the great things that are happening there. Is it, um, is it worth taking a schlep to a neighborhood that, that might be a little bit rougher to try out a restaurant that's really good? I think so. I mean, uh, we go everywhere and well, when we're filming, there's times where we see something that um, you'd rather not see, but I'd rather it not exist in the first place. And and if you ignore the fact that these issues exist, and, and, and I'm not doing that. We're just not this. There's plenty of things I'll personally promote or talk about on my own Facebook, for example, but on Cleave It to Us, that's a separate thing. Sure. We don't, we don't focus on that, but I do think it's important to acknowledge the areas within our community uh, that need improvement and talk about ways to improve it instead of just talking about, well, this is a problem and nothing's being done about it. 
it's not entirely true. There's a lot of organizations doing so many things that people don't realize um, because they're not getting the attention that they deserve. Um, Robert Kennedy was was at the uh, Coit Road Farmers Market recently talking to folks there. That got almost no media coverage. Right. It almost none. The only reason I knew about it was because a buddy of mine runs a stand in the Coit Road Farmers Market. Um, they don't want to talk about positive things happening in East Cleveland. But we're all of the news media is very quick to jump on the negative things that happen there. When I can tell you that I went to high school in Glenville, I went and I've never had a problem um, driving or walking through East Cleveland ever. It's run down. That's a sign that the, um, the leadership in those communities, it it needs to be better. Um, So of course, again, we won't talk about, uh, the negative things that have to do with that on Cleveland to us, I might talk about them personally, but instead, yeah, I want to highlight the fact that um, John's, John John's um, on Euclid in East Cleveland has quite frankly, the best burger you're going to find anywhere in Cleveland. A lot of people don't know that because they just won't drive there. Right. And Tuesday or Thursdays or buy one, get one. And you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> buy one, get one on the best burger. Come on. <laughs> well, so, yeah. and you know what, you know what part of it is too, Grammy, is that the, um, with the, the traditional news, I'll call it, or the corporate news, they spend so much time on the negative that it gives you a false impression sometimes. And I mean, it, it, look, nobody's saying even, I know Seth is, I, I understand Seth's point here. Oh, so and, and, and I think, I think part of it always has to be, and it, and it probably needs to be said, Part of it always has to be you have to use some common sense. You don't go to East 55th and Harvard at 3 in the morning and walk around. You know, that's just not, you know, that's common sense. You know, that being said, in the old days, and I'm old, but in the old days, we had like Cleveland PM or we had, you know, those types of shows that were on local programming that would tell you, Hey, there's a candy store opening in this place or, or here's what's going on at, um, 16 bit or whatever, whatever that place is called in Lakewood. You know, there, there would be those kind of shows that would focus on that. That's gone away now because so much of the news is political or politically motivated. And that's where I think you come in and really fill a void that is missing. It actually reminds people that there's a boat show in August or uh, an RV show in September or whatever, you know, and, and that's missing. It's gone away. And, and it's great to have a site like yours and, and segments like yours going out and actually showing like, like you said, not just showing here it is, here's the dates show up if you want to, but actually showing the people and, Exactly. You get to know the people. Yeah, you get to know them. Cleveland is a small, big city. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows everyone, but we want to know more. And a lot of people are put on a pedestal, especially news reporters. And that was one thing we I was adamant about taking out of the equation. We had folks um, on the air, and there's some are still – Kenny Crumpton is an example, kicking it with Kenny. Sure. Everyone loves that, and everyone knows his name, because, but his segments are much shorter, and they're live, and, and 
but they're shorter because they don't get as much airtime because sponsors are sending money in politically motivated money to talk about other things. But they, but the, the networks realize they need these people who mm -hmm. relate to the audience in order to keep people in the first place. Sure. And so it was important to me that when people see us out recording, um, and I've been involved in media for my entire adult life, very rarely in front of a camera, normally behind a camera, but um, when you see something going on, filming happening, and and you think, oh wow, that's that's amazing, or that's it's it's unapproachable, it's so above us. We encourage folks when they see us filming. We do very few things live. A lot of what we do is recorded, and then it'll release the next day. So if we're filming and somebody comes up and you can see that they're excited that we're there, we'll stop and invite them over. Come on, come meet us. Let's you, you want to talk about, you know, if, if they want, if we're talking about a restaurant, we're talking about a dance Academy. Do you, do you dance? Do you know what's going on? Show me how you dance. And then we, we involve them and make them a part of it. And that's how we've grown so rapidly because it, not only is it fun and entertaining and educational, we're involving other people. And then they're telling their family and their friends, look what I got to do. And now mm -hmm. they're a part of it. And they maybe, if we're at Sweetie Candy Company and somebody jumps up and then they get to meet the owner and they never knew the owner before. Did you know this guy's the owner? And now we have a great time. They have a connection. They they made a new friend. And um, I, think, I think our community is a little bit better off when we have people that are coming together to do fun, positive things as opposed to being afraid to approach one another for whatever reason. I agree. All right, let me give you just a, a quick show idea, though. Yes. You could do a show uh, about the most positive, uplifting podcast in the city of Cleveland. <laughs> Who is that? It ain't the us. Seth Williams, the Seth Williams Show. Because <laughs> we're the least political and very upbeat about everything kind of you know podcast. That would be a good segment, I think. I don't know, but before I went live, it seemed like it was pretty political. Dude, <laughs> dude. Must have been tuned to the wrong station. Yeah, was, you had a wrong feed coming in your ear. Uh, change so the channel. What, what are some of the best restaurants you've been to around town? Just get a feel of what kind of stuff you guys do. Oh, so many. So many. Okay, so Geraci's just opened up their slice shop downtown. I haven't been to the, the new slice shop, but we did go to the original Geraci's, and there's a segment out there. I was flinging pizza in the kitchen with with uh, Bucky, who's who's a uh, third generation owner. Um, and Geraci's has been on the Food Network. They're phenomenal. White Flower Cake Shop. They're uh, they've grown massively over 16 years. They're known around the world. People come from far and wide. And one of the restaurants I went to more recently um, was the Aviator, which was the hundredth bomb group uh, right out outside of Hopkins Airport. And um, the food there blew my mind. I didn't think we were eating. That's one of the cool things. I will say it's one of the cool things about showing up with a camera crew. Um, I tend to not, and we'll go places that maybe Fox covered or Kenny's covered. And, um, I, you know, I don't know how they see it. I don't see it as competition. We're doing something completely different. But. Um, a lot of that is planned ahead of time. They know what they're going to say. They know what they're going to do. I'm opposed to that. I want to go there 
and see what happens because then the, the communication that we're having, the experience that we have, it's 100% genuine sure. and nothing is canned and nothing is scripted. So when we got to the aviator to film, I had no idea they'd be making food for us. And so we got there and he says, I'll take you around and then we're going to eat. And he had the kitchen, um, make us all, oh man, four dishes, these massive dishes. And every single one of them was phenomenal. And some of them were dishes that I looked at and I even told him on camera, I said, I don't think I'm going to like this, but I am going to try it. And it was phenomenal. So that was the, that was a big one for me, the aviator, because it was completely unexpected. It was unexpected that they fed us, which is great. I mean, people just throw stuff at you when you have cameras, which is cool. But um, I definitely did not expect the five-star uh, dining experience and the quality and the, the, I mean, the plates came out looking like works of art and they tasted even better. I can't say enough good things about the aviator. And I was there with Kadar, um, who is the, um, the owner and they restored this whole, this whole place. I don't know if either of you have been there, but it's phenomenal. It's great. Well, I'll tell you what, um, I'm going to have to join your team if you get fed. So that might be, <laughs> might be receiving an application in the mail. Hey man, can you hold up a camera? Just show up. We're, we're, we're involved. You know, a lot of our folks are, um, uh, interns from Cleveland State and Ohio Media School, and they they there's a few of them who have actually graduated from Ohio Media School and stuck around as part of our crew. That's great. Volunteering to do so because they say, you know, we go to the other uh, news stations and do this, and they don't have us doing anything hands on. But with you, we're meeting people, we're giving out business cards and and making these connections, and we're having such a blast that. Even folks that, that are done with school, they want to come back. I'm happy to have you on, Seth. Come grab a camera or just, just help hype up the, the crowd when we're on the street. And I graduated from the Ohio Center for Broadcasting, Ohio Media School now. But, yeah, I graduated from there, so I know what I'm doing a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, I appreciate you coming. I tell everybody the scene uh, awards are being done. How can people vote for, for you? Okay. So you can go. Uh, I We made it really easy, actually. If you go to cleaveittous.com. C-L-E-V-E-I-T-T-O-U-S, cleave it to us.com. Right on the homepage, there's a button that says we were nominated for number one Cleveland uh, local newscast. And there's a button that says you can vote here. And you can vote daily. Um, once a day, it'll let you vote. You, you make an email account. Cleveland Scene will not spam you with emails. It's, you don't have to pay to sign up. You put your email. So they do that so they make sure that people aren't voting more than once a day. Um because that was the number one thing I was asked. Are they going to spam me with emails? I haven't gotten a single email from Cleveland Scene. And of course, I vote for myself every day. Of course. <laughs> so um, you can vote every day. It's right there. May, if you guys have something that you could share the link, I would appreciate that. Share the link. Um, to, uh, to vote there, there's also an article that came out yesterday talking about kind of what we're talking about here and why we think it's important to um, support just going out there, even if it's not Cleveland to us, if you see a small business, if you see an event going on, something that's good for Cleveland, take a picture, put it on your Instagram, talk it up because there's not enough of that and there should be more. Now, this weekend, I will say we are covering the Tri-Clee Rock Roll Run, which is a triathlon. It's a, it's a two-transition event, so they're going from swimming to riding to running, um, and it starts – it goes from uh, – 
the harbor to Edgewater. So by the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is where swimming starts, and then it goes all the way to Edgewater. And we're covering that um, on Friday. We're going to be with them a little bit while they're getting set up. And then Saturday is going to be one of the very, very few live segments that we do. And that'll be on Facebook and um, YouTube and TikTok where you can tune in live. And I'm going to be on a bike with them early, early in the morning. I'm so out of shape. I don't know how that's going to go, but my bike, my bike is electric. So (laughs) I'm cheating just a little bit to get the shots that we want, but we're going to be doing that this weekend. So definitely check that out. And you know, I would love the precedent that, that winning this would set that you don't need to have corporate dollars, that you don't need to be a big network to, um, to have, newsworthy content that people want to be a part of. Well, I just voted for you and I'm going to submit a picture of myself and Chris to be put on your home screen as well. Uh, <laughs> yes, do it. It is a, uh, it's a great website. I was just checking it out. It's yes. very cool. So uh, I'm excited about you guys hopefully winning because, you know, screw those other stations. I hope so too. <laughs> Sorry. That wasn't very positive. <laughs> I'm, I'm rooting for you guys to win. So nice. there you go. I, I appreciate it. And I will say that one thing I did notice since we started was that um, originally I did this show as a proof of concept for Channel 3 and then decided that, uh, you know, I, I'd like to keep it private. And so there's no rules, really. Sure. And I have noticed that as the more popular we get, the more I see um, our bigger news network sort of doing more in the field, interacting with people going out and uh, we did the, I talked about the Parma ribbon rock the day after we did our segment uh, channel five was there and went to the exact same people that we did. And I'm um, a lot of people might, you know, be, Oh, of course they did that. Cause I did it, but I was thrilled because every news station that was there was talking about the ribs because it's sure. a rib cook-off. I wanted to talk about the people that weren't getting any media covers, the people selling cookies and ice cream and, right? and popcorn. And we did a, a huge thing on Joey's Rock and Pop and Popcorn. He's a brand new company and their popcorn so phenomenal. I'm like, why is nobody talking about this? We spent 10 minutes alone just going over his popcorn. And That's then true. five came the next day and did the same thing. So I'm glad that the impact that we're having extends to those other news stations as well. And they're making, they're realizing this is what it needs. But yes, I would love to win this. 100%. We appreciate you coming on, man. And I'm, I'll take you that popcorn bribe in the mail anytime. And... <laughs> We'll have you on again if you win, all right? Hopefully you will. I love it. Thank you guys so much for having me. Can't all right, Grammy. Leave it to us. Leave it to us. com. <laughs> Check it out. Appreciate it, my man. Thanks so much. Thank you. And I'm still going to be waiting for that uh, segment on the Happiest Podcast. Yeah, well. <laughs> the most uplifting uh, podcast in the Cleveland area. Can you just see us being nominated for something like that? It'd be like the Seth Williams show, Pastor Brown's Happy Hour. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know. All those shows that you do on HK at night. Like, I don't know what you're us. talking about. I am, we are the most uplifting podcast around. I have <laughs> police in riot gear with smoke behind me, but that's all right. <laughs> those are happy police in riot gear. I thought Grammy was a great guest, especially on a day where you were going to be very depressed. I was like, let's let's uplift Seth a little bit with some Cleveland what? pride. One, he is a great guest, and that he website is. is fantastic. It I is. enjoy checking it out. Um, but I'm not depressed. I'm angry, and I want revenge. And I think that it's time for revolt in this country, and I think it's time 
to change the tipping points in our favor as people of you know morals and values for the most part, um, despite the porn addiction. Despite that, mostly morals and values in the right direction. Uh, Rick has a good point for you. If we win, have Mike come up with something. <laughs> Do the pickle fest. Yeah, what is up with that pickleball, man? Where did that come from? Pickleball? Yeah, I know a I lot mean, of people play pickleball. I know. I, I see it all the time on like YouTube shorts and everything. And I'm like, what is this? It's like. It's old man, ping- lazy man tennis. Yeah, it's like it ping pong meets meets tennis, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, it's like it, I always just I, I can't figure out the strategies. Like they hit the ball hard, but it doesn't go real fast. Or anything. like it's the court is a lot smaller. Is all it is. It's like really. they're hitting a wiffle ball or something that just yeah. doesn't go real far. I know here in in Twinsburg, we we used to have public tennis courts, and they converted them all to pickleball. pickleball. Yeah, I know it's weird. And, and I was like, what the hell happened? What did I miss? But, all right. Well, it doesn't look like we're getting Tony today. All right. Well, that's all right. I, I don't know what the hell's going on. Um, he's playing golf again. Well, so I wish he would schedule his golf tournaments around the show as opposed to, you know, hey, but, you know, whatever. You get a free 18, you take it, my friend. Amen to that. All right, we got to take a quick break. On the other side, we're going to continue this issue one debacle disaster talk, but I also want to get into, um, again, this is what we're up against. A person on the left, a prominent figure pretty much in, in Cleveland area. Okay. I probably won't mention his name, but. Uh, He had something to say about LeBron. I want to talk about that. Okay. All right. We'll be right back. All right, cool. It is time to save America and stop funding woke corporations. Shop with merchants that share your values today. Get all the great products you buy online anyway from Mammoth Nation. Visit the online store today at us.cmspn.com and save money while helping to fend off enemies of our way of life. We can't expect change until we make changes ourselves. Shop Mammoth Nation today. Are you looking? Are you looking for a way to support the Seth Williams Show? Get your Seth Williams Show merchandise today. From coffee mugs to clothing and everything in between, our high-quality merch is the perfect way for you to not only support the show, but show everyone what is the greatest show going today. Just go to shop.thesethwilliamshow.com now, shop around, and buy some great merchandise from The Seth Williams Show. Shop today. What separates Triv's Restaurant in Strongsville from everybody else? Some restaurants you go to to eat the same thing over and over and over. But then there are restaurants like Triv's, where you want to go there every single time and eat something different until you have eaten every single item on the menu. Why? Because the food's delicious and it has been for almost a quarter of a century. Triv's has amazing food, outstanding service, and an opportunity for you to have private dining, special events, and intimate occasions. You can enjoy a memorable fine dining experience in your own dedicated intimate space. Visit Triv's in the heart of Strongsville. Call now for reservations, 440-238-8830. Triv's in Strongsville. Joe Burdick custom flags are amazing. Each flag is handcrafted to reflect the imperfect perfection making each piece of patriotic wall art unique. 
This is a local small business, veteran-owned and proud. Joe Berta creates symbolic artwork that is built to last. Display your spirit, pride, and patriotism by calling 440-305-2065 and let Joe's flag serve you. 440-305-2065. Joe Burdick Flags. Let me introduce you to Charlie's Auto Repair. Any car, any truck, any problem, Charlie's does it right. You know how it is. The check your engine light comes on, you put air in the tires, and the light is still on. 216-470-0170. That's Charlie's Auto Repair, 13728 Madison in Lakewood. Charlie can do it all, from small engine repair to fleet maintenance and system diagnostics. 216-470-0170. Charlie's Auto Repair. Let Charlie make your car great once again. All right, right back here at the Seth Williams Show with Chris Aiken, live on uh, CMSTV.net. That's right. CMS Network, Rumble. And all the other places. Twitter, well. everywhere. Odyssey. <laughs> Everything you can imagine. That's right. There. That's um, correct. A couple of different things. Did you get a hold of Charlie? Uh, I did not yet. I've, I'm i still waiting call. on my daughter. So, But I, I definitely will. And thank you in advance, Charlie, for helping out here. Charlie's auto repair in Lakewood. Good guy. Does a lot of good work. Uh, also, uh, we played that Triv's commercial. We're going to all be at Triv's Wednesday. You going to go? I'm going. All right. Triv's Wednesday. A week from today, after the show, we'll be heading over there. Uh, Billy Fisher is going to be there playing, uh, singing, and uh, there's a, a bunch of people actually. I think going. I think we're going to have a good time. So, do we have to reserve a table, or are you taking? We, it's already done. Already done. Very nice. Uh, the lovely Sandy took care of that, so we're all going to have a good time. So I can get called a Nazi with you to my face. <laughs> So everybody come out and join us. Triv's restaurant Wednesday night for Billy Fisher. Dude, you so, should just uh, wear like a, a, a swastika uniform. Or yeah, a... I don't think that's going to happen. I'm not going to go to Triv's on. restaurant <laughs> like that. You don't think also, I don't know if you heard this story. Huh? You don't think that? No, I don't think it's going to get any. I don't know if you heard this story. FBI agents kill a man in Utah who allegedly threatened Biden. What did he say? Uh, let's see here. Somebody served an arrest search warrant in Provo, Utah on Wednesday. He posted the following on social media. I hear Biden is coming to Utah, digging out my old camouflage suit and cleaning the dust off the M24 sniper rifle. Welcome, buffoon in chief. Wow. <laughs> Holy cow. So that guy is no longer with us. Um, I'm telling you, man, that I do not condone endorse in any way Same. shape or form all right i'm not saying that but what i am saying is that this this country is reaching a tipping point where people are getting frustrated people mm -hmm. are getting scared people are getting desperate and I, i'm afraid of what's coming i don't condone what that guy said on social media no. you shouldn't be saying that kind of stuff you shouldn't be doing that kind of stuff however i think that we are getting to the point where people are really Starting to uh well, people are frustrated. Yeah. People are people are frustrated and people are not, you know, say what you will, people are not gonna just give up their rights willingly. 
you know, there's what's the um, what's the saying about um, you know, it's 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 what it's, it's something to the effect of it, it, freedom. How how good is freedom, or how free is freedom really? Something to that effect. You know, are we really free? And if we're not really free, then what's the point? What's the point of of sticking around? You know, if 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 we're gonna be if we're gonna be puppets or prisoners or whatever, you know, there's no there's no real reason to stick around. And I get it. I I don't necessarily agree with all of it, but um, I would love to know, like in that story there, the circumstances of the shooting. It's not that he posted on social media and somebody came up to him in front of his laptop and shot him. Yeah, but I I, it didn't say in the article to be honest with you. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably something to the effect of they came to his house to talk to him or something as yeah, he tried something. as they're supposed to, and he shot through the door or something, so they whacked him. And and you know what? I, honestly, I have no problem with that. To be honest, I I wish they would have done the same to um, what's her name, um, Kathy Griffin. Yeah, no. I when when she was holding up the Trump head, they should have put a bullet in hers. You know, same same way. I you know. That's the one thing is, look, it's okay to call Biden a pudding head or an idiot or whatever. It's another thing to threaten the man because he is our leader. As much as as much like as much we hate him, I hate him. I can't stand him. But I certainly would never say, let's shoot him. You know, that's, that's, more, that's more than, you just don't want to say that about anybody, yeah, really. Call the Nazi again. Oh, I think he's fucking with you now. I know. And then Sandy says it's not from her. She's going to call me a racist, not a Nazi. Oh, well, whatever. That's fine. It is what it is. Wear, wear, wear white hood. <laughs> uh, there will be another January 6th. Uh, there might be that insurrection with no weapons where they try to take yeah. over the government with cell phones. Yeah. As most they of, walk through the Capitol. Yeah. Most times that's called a march. <laughs> but now it's called an insurrection. Actually, most of the time it's called tourism. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but a real one this time. Be ready. Yeah. I'm telling you, people are getting people are getting fed up. They are, and you know, and and if something breaks up breaks loose, then something breaks loose. I mean, you can't fear it. I mean that that's the only point I'm trying to make today. I know I'm trying to be a little bit calmer head, which is rare for me. But you just can't fear it. You can't. You know, if something if something goes goes down, you just be ready and you do what you got to do. You protect your family, you protect yourself, you know, and so, whatever that means. Somebody posted on Facebook today. I'm not going to say his name because mm-hmm. it is, you would probably know who it is. Okay. I'll text you who it is. Maybe okay. You probably know. Um, but he had on Facebook an article about LeBron James. Okay. And this is from NBA's Highlights. No father, no education, no training, and very few role models. They handed this young, dirt poor kid 420000 per week at the age of 18. Married his high school sweetheart, never arrested, never used drugs, never humiliated his spouse. No stories. Uh, n- never in the news for mo- so much as a parking ticket. Excellent father. Blah, 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 blah. Continues on. And the guy who I'm talking about here posted, Amen. Nothing but class from day one. <laughs> Yeah, ask any waitress that's ever waited on him how classy he is. Right. Number one, the tipping thing is ridiculous, and people know that for to be a fact. It's yeah. not a rumor. I mean, it's just fact, mm-hmm. and people know that. Yeah. Also, how about we talk about the fact that when uh, the cops were doing their jobs, he put a tweet out saying, you're next. 
yeah. with an hourglass over top of the cop that was involved in something when the cop was justified for what he did. You want to talk about anti-police hate from a guy that's supposedly a role model towards yeah. children? When kids look up to him and have his Twitter account, and that's what they see. Well, he's he's a hardcore police, and he's a hardcore racist. I know Absolutely. there's allegedly you can't be a racist if you're black, but he is. He's so what did I do? I posted on there the article from where LeBron said, you know, "You're next" with the hourglass and the picture of a cop, mm-hmm. and I get, of course, Fox. They probably made this story up. So then I took the article from NBC, I took the article from ABC, and I posted it on the site as well, underneath this woman's, uh, this comment to me. I mean, this is the kind of people that we're dealing with. No. They don't want to deal with facts. They don't want to deal with what's actually going on. They're blinded by this. You have a school that dumbass LeBron started that literally nobody can read or complete a math test. Mm -hmm. And he's, but he's... The, the savior for children in Akron for starting a school that nobody can graduate. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not good. He but hates it's, 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 He put it out there. And and you know what? To to answer a lot of those points all in one one sentence, you know all those points that you that you read off about. You know, no statements, no scandals, no this or that. We know from living in Cleveland how coddled this guy has been. Absolutely. The media will never say anything bad about LeBron. They didn't say bad things about LeBron when he embarrassed the city and left. They didn't. The, no. the local media was like, well, he's got to go and do what he's got to do. to." Triv to, did. Well, I know Triv did, and, and, he, and him, I can't imagine the amount of pressure and hate that he took from the rest of the media in this town. I'd imagine it was huge. You know, and... But, I mean, dude, there was constantly, and I remember Triv talking about this a lot on the show, and you as well, you know, when you guys would talk about LeBron. You know, I, I can remember all the times you guys were always talking about him and his posse and how he had the posse that just was getting away with anything and running roughshod on the the facility and, and the town. And, you know, they would get LeBron out of stuff, you know. And, again, I, I'd – I think LeBron is an ass. I don't know him to be a a thug per se, but I I definitely know he's an ass. But you can't say that this guy is a savior of anything. He's not. I mean, he's no better than Sean Kemp. No, and you're talking about a guy who put out all these tweets about the cops, yet his home is secured by cops that sit outside of, of course. his house. Of course, I've been there. I. I did stuff outside of his house, reported outside of his house. Mm-hmm. And there's cops standing and sitting right out there. They're secured by security and cops. Sure. Yet he puts out tweets about how they're, they're horrible. And he hates one of his, his tweet. One of his things that he said was he hates black people getting killed by cops. Well, then don't break the law. <laughs> well, didn't he also say that, um, that if white people don't like what we're doing, then don't come to the games. <laughs> Isn't that something that he said too? I I, I believe yeah, I, when when they I were talking about quote. the slave wage or whatever for that that the NBA was a slave wage industry or whatever. Yeah, and and people were basically everybody was saying shut up and play, shut up and dribble. Oh yeah, and he, yeah, yeah. And, he, and that's when he said, hey, if you white folks don't like what we're saying, don't come to the games. 
It's like, okay, cool. <laughs> but that's what, again, that's the kind of people that we're dealing with. I mean, we're dealing with people that are irrational, that mm-hmm. truly believe. Uh, Dude, LeBron they're led by the media. Guy. They're led by the media. It's as simple as that. It's the same people that, that believe that the Kardashians are something, something special. Instead of instead of just big ass chicks that got lucky with the media. I mean, take the media away from the Kardashians and what are they? Yeah, exactly. I mean, it says that um, his thing that he wants nothing to do with white people is taken out of context. Okay, that tell me, tell me the good context. Tell me oh, the yeah, good yeah. context. <laughs> if, if they have that. Yeah. Uh, post share thousands of times, nothing to do with white people. While James did say this, the quote has been taken out of context with the post calling him a racist, a proponent of. Uh, In what? I, I went to an all white high school, Catholic high school. So when I went to the ninth grade in high school, I was all of a sudden on like, I'm not effing with white people. My whole. I, don't know, it's, I mean, half of it isn't English. Well, it's it's. It's ebonic English because the guy's not real smart, but my whole eye was so institutionalized growing up in the hood. It's like they don't fuck with us. They don't want to succeed. So I'm like, I'm not going to the school to play ball and that's it. I don't want nothing to do with white people. I don't believe they want anything to do with my whatever ass. It's me and my boys. Yeah. We're going to high school together. We're here to hoop. So go ahead. I mean, that's who, that's the guy that you, these people role model look are, are saying he's a role model. He's done nothing wrong. He's a great guy. He's fantastic. Role model. Look up to LeBron James. Yeah, he's a role model. <laughs> <laughs> but that's and it goes back. And this is what it goes back to issue one. It goes back to everything that I've been saying for the past two days now. Is that. We are seriously at the point in this country where something needs to be done. When we're looking up to people like LeBron James, an ass, and mm-hmm. we're we're glorifying drag queens, and we're glorifying changing your child's sex, when we are having doctors come out and say that men can get pregnant and, and menstruate, yeah, when we're having men playing women's sports and beating little girls in competition. And there are people shouting down and yelling names at little girls as they go into court today to sign a bill to promote women playing against women. And little girls are being called names. We're at a tipping point in this country where something needs to change. And the left is wrong. Yeah, they are. Well, But people are wrong, too. I I don't want to just list. I think throwing a blanket over the left, while that might be a great idea, and then throwing it into a river... But, you know, I, I think that it's that's a little too broad brushed. I think right. people in general are are led by the by the idiot box. And, and I'll use, let me use an exact example. You know who one of the most beloved people in this country is today? And I mean beloved. Snoop Dogg. Do you agree? Yes, absolutely. This guy killed somebody on purpose. He mur- and, and then wrote the song about it. Murder was a case that they gave me. He murdered somebody. 
And now he's the host of the new Joker's Wild or whatever. You know, it's like this guy killed somebody. Look at the love, if you watch NFL football, that Ray Lewis had and still gets. Ray Lewis killed people. Killed people. And we just ignore that. We just ignore it. When Look. when everybody was coming down on um, Ray Rice, back when Ray Rice knocked his girl out in the parking garage or whatever, what was the media say? Half of the media, half of society was saying, oh, you're being too hard on the guy. He just had one mistake. Yeah, his one mistake was to brutalize a woman. But everybody acted like we were crazy for holding him to a high standard. Everybody acts in this town like it, like, like you're crazy if you don't want uh, Deshaun Watson here. I mean, if you if you have the high, if you if you truly live on the moral ground, you don't want uh, Deshaun Watson here because he's a piece of shit. I, I know, Sandy, you're promoting the fact that Snoop smokes weed. I get it, um, and that's great. Um, that's fantastic. But you, most people that smoke weed don't go killing people. Yeah, so not normally. You can have your weed and enjoy it, but killing people is still not not cool. I and I smoke I guess weed. My point though, I'll tell it straight up. I smoke weed, and yet my guns haven't killed anybody. <laughs> Somehow, some way. I don't smoke weed, but I don't have a problem with people that do. It doesn't really, it doesn't affect me at all. Sure. If you can have a beer, you should be able to smoke a joint. Right. But here's my problem. Okay. With what you, you what you said, and actually, I see Tony is actually going to join us. All right, good. Um, I don't know. From, looks like from the golf course. Uh, <laughs> Let me tell you about Glen Eagles gum. Glen Eagles food. <laughs> <laughs> you were correct that that both sides and people are just screwed up. I do, yeah. but I, I don't. It doesn't sit well with me. I end up being. I, last time I tried it, I wanted to jump off a balcony. But anyways. Um, you have to start choosing sides because unfortunately there was a person on the show who believed that we could all just sit somewhere and just be happy together, but that's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. Right. So when the, the battle breaks out of good versus evil, right versus wrong, you have to pick a side. So which side do you want to pick? I don't, I mean, I know which side I want to pick and mm -hmm. it's not the left. The agenda of the left is not what I, I want to pick. Right. And so you have to pick a side at some point. I mean, I don't want to pick the side of imaginary global warming with this climate crisis that hasn't happened in the decades that they've been talking about it. Right. I don't want to pick the side of killing babies. I don't want to pick the side of drag queens and, and reading to our children and, and teaching them that kind of I don't want to pick the side of mutilating genitals of, of kids, eight, nine, ten years old. I don't want to pick the side of an open border that lets you know, millions of people just cross freely in and that are taking advantage of the system here. I don't want to pick the side of that kind of stuff. I don't want to pick that. I need to be on one side or the other. And I got to pick the lesser of two evils. And I, I, I think that, you know, obviously the right is the conservative side is the way that I have to go. Sure. I want to pick the side of capitalism and, and, and this people making money as opposed to living off the government. I, I, I have a, I have to pick a side, right? No, I, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying that it's, it's not as simple as throwing a broad brush on any side. Okay, because our understand. side, our side, the right side is plenty fucked up too. I, I'm not saying that it's not, but again, 
when the, the battle lines are drawn, you have to go to one side. You can't mm-hmm. stand in the middle because you're just going to get shot. No, I, I mean, that figuratively, not literally. I'm just saying, you, you if you stand in the middle, you're just going down. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, that should be the new hashtag. <laughs> All right, let's go to Tony. I don't know where he's at. It looks like he's uh, still playing golf. All right. Hey, Tony, guys, how, how are, are you? you? Nice to see you, Chris, you Seth. So actually, I was golfing with little John this afternoon. We were at Presswick Country Club, which was in Canton. I just rushed home. I was I was not able to get a restaurant today because I knew I was going to be on the golf outing with, golf course with him. So I will touch a little upon Little Italy, which we will be at the Feast of the Assumption starting Saturday evening. It's from Saturday, so it's Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday which is, of course, the 15th of August. Sure. So, and of course, it means the Assumption of Mary. And what that is, is when Mary died, are you Catholic? We believe Chris, in the internet, God. I, 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 I've been baptized. <laughs> I, I've been baptized Catholic, yes. Okay. All right, for those Catholics out there, and I'm a little part Jew because I'm really confused being Catholic and Jewish. I don't know where the hell I'm going to go. And if I meet Jesus, I don't know which half I'm going to meet when I do see him. (laughs) So So the assumption of Mary means when Mary died, she was assumed and raised to heaven. So there's going to be 100,000 people walking through the streets of Little Italy between the 12th and the 15th, partying and drinking. And by the time this is over, some of these people may be joining her. (laughs) (laughs) Too funny. So, so guys, again, they're going to have every restaurant will have the booths in front of their restaurants. And, of course, you're going to have cavatelles, sausage sandwiches, pasta, um, you know, carnival fair food, which are elephant ears, and of course, beer, wine. A lot of patios will be open. They're going to be open late at night. I was told that actually, the security alone of Little Italy's festival yields something, or it actually goes as much as $70,000 in overtime and wow. of security. I mean, they have like, you know, the dogs there, the bomb sniffing dogs. When they open this thing up in the morning, I do my uh, show there Saturday morning on Flashpoint 1490. They literally go through every alley of this place, especially, you know, what has happened with all these festivals and, you know, shootings, you know, like the marathon of Boston. You know, they're they're being proactive. So and of course, they have a lot of undercover cops and police officers are throughout those two streets. And, of course, um, it's not as wild as it used to be where there was drinking on the streets. There's limited areas where you have to, you know, uh, eat, uh, drink. You can't bring it out on the streets like you did one at one, at one time. So, sure. anyways, and go is ahead, there a lot of, Are there a lot of um, Are there a lot of specials, you know, that, that you wouldn't normally see from the restaurants? The, there is. That, that is a great question. So, they have, like, chicken kebabs at Mia Bella. And you may have like an eggplant parmesan sandwich at a place that, you know, they don't have on the menu. What's cool about it is Gorino's and Mia Bella and La Dolce Vita and Maxi have their a, a limited menu. So you can actually sit down, you can get a reservation, you can go inside of the building and eat. And of course, those who want to just, you know, stay in the street, you can get a bowl of cavatelle for like $15. Did I say mm-hmm. that out loud? 
No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, again, it's a little bit more expensive, but again, it's the cost of doing business. And again, if it rains, just be, I looked at it this way. You know, I've been going there since I was a kid. If it rains and the weather's not good, you're getting killed. So they got to make it up. But in the same token, when the weather's good, they all do very well having the feast with those restaurants. So, what are we expecting weather-wise, do you know? Uh, I think it's supposed to be a little rainy Saturday, um, and I possibly a little rain on Tuesday. Which well, these are tough days for them. So usually it's like a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So it'll start like a Thursday night. This is an unusual year where it's going to start on a Saturday evening. But I am sure tomorrow they are setting up the booths where it will be business as usual. The unfortunate part is the street will not close like be Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. It will be open in the morning until the festival, until the um, parade starts. Um, actually, it'll start like about, um, I believe, at 1130. And then, of okay. course, they close the streets. So, yeah. I got to get so down there, man. I, I gotta, you do have to get down there. I, it's I need like meatballs in my life. I need something enjoyable. <laughs> yeah, you do need something. You need some calamari. You need some frog legs at Maxie's. Yeah, I don't know about all that. any of that. He, he won't even eat asparagus. He's not going to try know, frog legs. I I'm, I'm going to freaking blindfold him and put a freaking clip on his nose. He's going to eat something, Chris. <laughs> what did you shoot today? People want to know what you shot today. I shot very well. I shot a 95, which is good for me. This is me. Little John and I were calling this the big boy course. But again, he's two feet less than me. But it really was a tough course. <laughs> no, I shot well. Yeah. So sure. as you can see, I have my hat on from Channel 19. The last time, or a couple months ago, you saw me with my Channel 3 jersey on. I was out drinking with Nick Camino and took the jersey with him, took the jersey off his back, if you will, <laughs> while being out partying with him. So this hat came courtesy of Tiffany Tucker, who's a friend of mine, of course, an anchor in Channel 9. Hey. Um, Where are you? Sorry, there he uh, is. sorry a phone, came, phone call came in, so let me say that again. So this hat is courtesy of Tiffany Tucker from Channel 19. I She came to one of my shows at uh, Pinecrest, which was at Pinstripes, in the pad. <laughs> Tell him to quit calling you. <laughs> so um again um i took the hat from her head nice <laughs> sandy <laughs> wants to know did little john shoot half he did shoot half his age <laughs> <laughs> i don't know which a, half she's talking about so that'd be see. a hell of a round <laughs> no he's 79 that means let's say yeah he's almost 80 so that means he would have shot 40 and 18 that's not gonna happen but no. actually little john Little John shot 105, which is his average okay, of shooting nice. in the golf course, which is nice. He's got a great short game, which has been my joke for 30 years playing with him. <laughs> um, but he, he shoots it straight. He's like 160 yards straight all the time. Wow. And then while we're in the middle of the course, every once in a while, he'll sneak a tee out, put a tee down, put the ball on it so he can get <laughs> over a lake or a creek or a bridge. Nice. He's so fun to play with. I played with him a couple weeks ago, and he's on this tequila kick. He loves his vibe. 
This phone keeps ringing, man. Yeah, I know. They keep they keep calling him. <laughs> he keeps blowing me up. So he loves his absolute vodka, but... <laughs> <laughs> Is there a way to change it so he doesn't get calls during the show? He's got to hit do not disturb on his phone. Do not disturb? He's probably taking the call I now. I think he answered it now. <laughs> Guys, he you is. got me. I answered. told him, listen, I'm on the air. Call me me back it's one of my it's one of my workers trying to find money this is fantastic (laughs) anyways hey guys let me tell you two quick stories so i'm sitting on my back patio right now which i just had built um it is absolutely beautiful i took my deck off and i built a 25 by 25 foot cement block of course covered it with a roof it's got a fan it has a metal roof to it so unfortunately when they were making this i've been it's been up for about three weeks coming out of the house a couple days ago and my electricity went off so i called all my neighbors and said is your electric off they said no so i called cai and they said you are the only one with the problem with electricity off so CAI came here, and while they were building it, unfortunately, they nicked one of the main lines coming Ugh. from my meter. Yeah, Chris, underground to the main terminal. Oh man! So now I have to have an inspector come. Uh, it's a nightmare. They have to actually, you know, make sure that there's no other lines where they start digging here, and then of course they have to connect a whole new line. This is going to be a week, so. I just want to thank my in-laws because I've been staying at their house. I'm calling it the Stefanko Inn, which is very nice. <laughs> so when I built this house, they I lived there for six months in their basement, which they had a kitchen and a full bath and laundry area. So I told my builder, slow down because I'm staying with my in-laws. So I'm going to tell these guys the same thing because they're feeding me well. so one more quick story so of course we know harry from harry's steakhouse and our friend when you walk into harry's you go into his porch area you actually there's a patio to the right hand side walking into the entrance of harry's and you always see harry sitting there smoking a cigar having a few cocktails with a few friends and always you know kibitzing watching the indians guardians game so this one particular evening, we're sitting there, and one of our friends, and we're all golfers, one of our friends has never picked up a golf club in his life. Okay. Seth, ever golfed? I have. I okay. do. I'm a Superman bag. I've go- I definitely golf, yeah. Okay. So for those who have never golfed, I mean, it is a, uh, it's a tough sport. You know, hitting the ball off the tee. You think, oh, it's easy to hit a ball off the tee. It's not. Um, even, I mean, if, even if you're an athlete, obviously it takes time and it takes effort. And of course it takes a, you know, a lot just, you know, to become a great golfer. So anyways, he bet Harry that he would be able to hit the ball from tee to green at the most toughest hole in the city. You find the golf course, which of course we have a connection. So, we went to Jimmy Hanlon, who owned Stonewater in Highland Heights. Dan DeRose was the MC of this. We had 75 people at this tee. It was last Thursday night, and he was on the tee, which is the black, which is the longest part of the tee. So he went from black to the hole, and he was given 100 strokes, which, Harry, I got to tell you, it's crazy how stupid bets are when you're drinking. 
I said, Harry, (laughs) you should have gave him like 25, 30, maybe 40. You're a golfer. This guy, all he has to do is luck out. He hit a few strokes. He could have putted it 100 times from tee to green. And there's marsh in front of there. There's woods. It was a very tight, close course. Uh, There's sand. There's water. He whiffs the ball four or five times before he hits it off the tee. We had a counter there. We actually had a ref there counting every stroke. He whiffs it. I'm thinking, you know what? This hundred doesn't sound bad. (laughs) Right. He hits it then into the marsh. Of course, you count another stroke. He hits it into the woods to the left. Hits it into the woods to the right. Hits it again into the marsh. He's got like probably 17 strokes before he's even into the middle of the course. He gets a three wood, hits it over the marsh 140 yards. The audience gasps. Thinking, oh, my God. (laughs) This guy's going to get it in the hole. So then he is sand all the way around the green. He gets it into the sand. He finally gets it onto the green, turns the club around, and he gets the ball into the hole as if he's doing it with a pool cue and puts it (laughs) into the hole. Nice. (laughs) So needless to say, now I forgot to tell you about the whole beginning of the bet. The bet was 10 thousand dollars oh wow so a thousand of the dollars were going to go to the apl the other thousand was going to go to missing children's which channel 19 has okay Okay. so two grand goes right to charity so they have an attache case a silver i should have taped this it is taped actually hanlon hanlon has it taped I'm going to try and find this. We're going to get it. Hanlon has a tape of this. So they come in. Harry comes in with this silver attache case with eight grand in it. $8,000. Wow. And then Jeff, who was the guy who actually hit the golf ball, had a check instead of the cash. So Harry gave him eight grand. A thousand goes to both charities. Wow. Wow. What a bet. That's so great. my so my joke is the stakes have just gone up <laughs> at, at Harry's Steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right, I, I switched my statement. I've never hit a golf ball in my entire life. Tell Harry I want to make the same bet. <laughs> this is wonderful. <laughs> All right, let's lower this to like maybe thirty strokes. Yeah, what's a golf ball? I don't even know what a golf ball is. Tell Harry. I That's right, know. exactly. Let's do this, and you know what? We'll even do it a hundred strokes blindfolded. I'll take. Give me fifty strokes. I'll make it. 50 <laughs> and we'll go to. You know what? We'll go to ampute. Is there an amputee uh, charity? See, yeah, I'm absolutely. Sure there, sure there is. Sure there is. All right. We'll buy someone a leg or an arm, <laughs> something. Okay. Nice. I appreciate it, Tony. <laughs> Guys, you know, I'm glad I called in. Again, I wasn't okay. I didn't know if I was gonna be able to call in today. So this is what I'm doing. Saturday morning, I am actually gonna do a video while I am at the Feast of the Assumption. I'm gonna give you guys a clip of it and literally okay. go from where the bocce ball courts are to all the restaurants and all the events that are happening. I think it's gonna be fun, and of course you'll enjoy it with my crazy sense of humor as you oh, always do. So, guys. Enjoy the evening. Tony Masasha reporting on my brand new patio that I can't live in my house (laughs) for Seth Williams show. And you can tune me in every Saturday morning on Flashpoint 1490 between 10 o'clock and 11 as a roving restaurant reporter. Guys, I will talk to you back to the studio. Thanks again. Take care.
Yeah. All right. If he's got that kind of, I get to become a restaurant reporter because that patio is way nice. Yeah, no. It's like, geez. Dude, if, if, look, if, if we could gamble for 10 G's on some nonsense, I'm in. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Golf, what is that? Yeah, I don't even know who golf is. That's, you know, that the place by, them. Yeah, that's that place by Tonkin, right? right yes. The golf of Tonkin? <laughs> Left of there. <laughs> <laughs> do they have a handicapped tee? No, I don't think so, no. They but probably that's do. Thing, that's one thing that I want to go do again is golf. And I think I can now. I think I can actually golf with the, the leg on. Why not? I mean, I'm not going to probably be very well. I'm not going to be able to get a full, you know, swing into it probably because, you know, but it is what it is. Yeah, you might have to change. You might have to change sides. You might have to golf. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to think of how this would work if you would golf better left lefty. I yeah, I'm. I'm the. I'm the worst at golf. I, I love playing it, but I suck at it. I'm not like horrible at it. I. I mean, I'm not great. Don't get me wrong. But I. I, I just like looking good doing it. <laughs> So like I bought like a really expensive like Superman bag. Sure. I have like a scope that I can pull out to see how far away I am from the pin. Right. I got like naked lady tees, which are kind of fun, you know. Sure. There. And so I got like a lot of gadgets and stuff to play golf. I just suck. So. I can't hit a ball straight with a one wood. I always have to. I I literally have gotten to where I will even if it's a par five five twenty, I will still tee off with a one wood. Because if I hit it with a with a or with a three wood, because if I hit it with a one wood, it hooks like a boomerang. No matter, I mean, literally, if I'm gonna shoot it straight, I aim almost forty five degrees to the right so that it lands straight down the fairway. I'm I'm that it, it hooks so because I'm left handed, and it's that left that lefty swing because I do golf left handed, right. so. I do better right-handed though. That's a weird bad, thing. I, I bad know. leg facing back would probably work best. I would imagine probably would. Yeah. So you would need to golf left-handed. No, I could buy golf the way that. That's why I normally golf. If the bad leg is back. Back. Yeah, I'm right-handed. Oh, that's right-handed. Yeah. Okay. So that'd be normal. Yeah. Uh. I can only imagine little John out there golfing though. Now that's now that's a competition. John, who's three foot one, versus Seth, who's got one leg. That would be something. That would be a good thing for charity. That's a charity there. It oh, is. Yeah. I told Triv one day I wanted to do a uh, golf against his brother Gary, who's a professional golfer. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, "Let me golf against him." And my idea though was is to do it on the radio and have us actually do instead of actual golf, just have me mini golf against Gary Trevisano. Right. And just do like a Sweetie's candy store mini golf thing. Cause I think I, I was like, I could have a shot of beating him in mini golf. Dude, you should just go one on one with Gary, but every hole he has to do two shots of whatever. <laughs> He'd still beat me. Maybe, maybe not. You, you think 18 holes in the sun drinking two shots? I mean, dude, he'd be hammered by like the fifth hole. That'd be 10 shots. That's we a lot of alcohol. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. I'm going to play uh, just a quick commercial real quick, 30 okay. seconds. And right. Check out yellowbrickroadauctions.com. Yellowbrickroadauctions.com. Hang on. Mm. 
There's no place like home, and whether it's furniture, artwork, home accessories, appliances, or that one-of-a-kind collectible, Yellow Brick Road Online Auctions allows you to find everything you need from the comfort of your own home. The owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions has been conducting online estate auctions for over eight years by providing homeowners with a stress-free process to liquidate all items that have accumulated over the years. I'm Melissa Mendici, owner of Yellow Brick Road Auctions. Log on today to find your heart's desire. Hey, it's Seth from Marlowe. Uh, Yellowbrickroadauctions.com. That's right. Well, Melissa's fantastic. A lot of good stuff there. So check yeah. it out. And go to the merch store. Buy some stuff. TheSethWilliamsShow.com. TheSethWilliamsShow.com. Um, I think we've sold a mug. So. Well, that's one more than we than we had previously, I guess. Uh, great show today, Seth and Chris. Who's coming on Monday? See you then, Bob France. Bob yeah. France should be joining us on Monday. That's right. Uh, looking forward to that. Um, I ran his show today. Only screwed up once. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I'm not. You know, I've never did it before. So, I, like, he has a pledge of allegiance. He does every single day. Play, okay. Pledge of allegiance, which I think is awesome. Very cool. Sure. Uh, but I didn't realize he could play from home. So I tried playing it myself there from the studio, and I screwed it up and everything else. So, but that's the only time that I screwed it up really bad. Otherwise, I think it went okay. Um, hopefully doing it again tomorrow morning. So listen to Bob France tomorrow. He always has good guests on, too, so that's good. That's cool. Wow. Today, Jim Jordan was on, who's fantastic. I'm going to try to get some of these people on. Yeah, grab get them up. From, uh, so we can get some good guests, too. Well, not Absolutely. that we don't. We have great guests, but uh, some of these people would be cool, too. Sure. Mm, great show, fellas. Thank you, Rick. Thank you for everything. All right. Other than that, I think we're done, right? Issue one. We are ever done. Failed Issue one's over. <laughs> the world is coming to an end. I was thinking about this, too, before we go. Okay. Are you, are you a believer in God? Yeah, I guess. I because my thing is... Aren't you better off just believing in God? Because if you don't believe in God, then you're fucked. It's over. Forget about it. When you're dead, you're screwed. But if you believe in God, at least, and there is no God, you're okay. But if there is a God and you believe, then at least you hedged your bets a little bit and you should be all right. Yeah, but if you do any study at all, you'll see that hedging your bets is not good enough. You'll still go to hell. If you're not all, If you're not all in, if you're just saying, yeah, I know he's up there, but fuck him. You know, the, the, well, I'm not like that. You know, you know, you know. If 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 you don't, if you're not all in, then you're then you're all out. Is kind of kind of the way it, it works through biblical philosophy. And I say that as somebody with a theology degree, which is the dumbest right. thing ever that I could have gotten a degree in. But well, I do pretend, have it. <laughs> I'm going to pretend that I'm not fucked, and I'm going to you know <laughs> and try to enjoy the rest of my night and have a good weekend. There you go. Me too. You too. And um, we will talk to you, God willing, on Monday. Yep. See you, folks. See ya.